Hello, hello. Hi, Vicky. Hello, Sabine. Tell me a little bit how you're doing today. Well, it's been a busy week, like always, but I'm so, so grateful for God's strength and the continual just fullness and fulfillment He gives me. Um, truly, I think so much of what I've been learning, what we've been talking about, what I've been just reading about, the renewal of the mind is so important to continually look up and say, God, I have all these things to do today, but in you, there will be strength, there will be peace, there will be joy. And God's been, God's been doing that for me and teaching me through it all. So it's been so nice. That's very encouraging to hear. You are one of the busiest people I know, and I've mentioned that a few times already. But what exactly, how do you fit the time and the intentional time with the Lord where you really just quiet your heart and I know that you do it I do it so many of the girls that we know and fellowship with and do life with they do it too that when we drive we pray or we do dishes and like we would pray or listen to a sermon stuff like that but how do you actually fit that time into your busy schedule to literally just be in his presence and do nothing else but reading the bible but praying but just <laughs> just just you know enjoying the lord and be thankful for what he's doing in your life how how do you do that i think that so much of my life has been um like you said incorporating it into my everyday of just like god is just with me and i talk to him all the time and I, you know i think there's a little bit of a difference between like like you said, that intentional time. But also, I really, really am thankful to God for teaching me to feel His presence like with me wherever I go, whatever I'm doing. It's like me and God, like me and Jesus are having a day. And we tackle all of our projects together, all of the things that we're doing. Like it is not me, it is not my strength, it is not my wisdom. He is directing me and guiding me. And so I feel like when I do have those like the, the time at the end of the day, usually it's the end of the day for me lately. It's been that season where I cannot get up early for the life of me. So much of my life, I have disciplined myself to like wake up early and get that, you know, get started on my Bible reading that way. But just this season right now has been so weird. I cannot get up early for the life of me. And so it is at the end of the day where I come into my room and I just read and I talk to God and I'm like, hey, how do we do? What do we get done? Like how, what, what's, what's in store for the next day? What are you teaching me? What am I stirred about? What am I mad about? All these things. And then, you know, we, we work it out together. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how to answer it because I do feel like my intimate moments with God are so in, intertwined and ingrained throughout my day. And I think that's why, like you said, oh, I'm staying so busy, but actually it's just like me and God getting things done, you know, and I don't know, that's just the season that it is right now. Um, what, what about you? Like, I know that you're super, super uh, intentional with your like one-on-one -on -one time. So how do you differentiate between the two and what's, what's that look like for you? So I try to set that time aside in the evening. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's shorter, but I can totally relate to what you're saying though, because oftentimes in the middle of the day when something unexpected comes up, my first thought is, Jesus help me, or 
Jesus, what do I do? You know, like mm-hmm. you, you immediately enter prayer. Correction. Jesus, what do we do? <laughs> exactly. If he's, if he's exactly. really with you, if you really like know that he is a person with you, he is standing right next to you. You guys are in it together. It's not like, hey, whisper in my ear what to do. It's like, no, what's let's let's figure this do out together. Do it through me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Help. Yeah. So I, I can 100% relate to what you were saying, but I do find I mean, and that's maybe my personal understanding of things, and that doesn't mean that this is the ultimate truth or anything like that. But I do believe that it is important to set a specific time during the day aside to really intentionally read. And I'm not just talking about the verse of the day in the morning or whatever, like really to read the word and to read cross references and to really understand something. And if you don't, to press on and it takes time, it takes effort. And in our busy lives, often what I find and like (laughs) y'all that that applies to me too. It's not that, yes, I am super intentional with my time. I try to make the best of every minute that I have during the day. But I slack too. It's not that mm-hmm. my life is perfect. By absolutely no means, it's more stressful. <laughs> but, but all of that being said, I think it is important to set that time aside. And when you are so busy and you have friends and ministry and family and work and hobbies and and all of these things, yes, just as you so beautifully said, you do that all with Christ mm-hmm. because you and Him are one. And you're constantly, even even in conversations, I know I can see sometimes that you are thinking about or that the Holy Spirit is reminding you of something, of some scripture. Mm-hmm. And then as I finish my sentence, I already know what you're going to say to that. <laughs> because at the same time, the same spirit has targeted my own heart and said, well, maybe this was this. And alert, then you just alert. speak it out. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, all of that being said, in our busy lives, I believe that it is very important to set this this intentional time aside. And it costs often. It, it sometimes, you know, not sometimes, and often, it always, I would almost say, it costs you something. Yeah. It costs you that precious time that you would have spent different otherwise, you know? I agree 100%. One of the things, though, maybe I'll throw out there and I want to hear your thoughts on mm-hmm. is, you know how you said, like, yeah, we should actually make intentional time with the Lord you know, sit down, cross-reference, all these things. And and as you were saying that, I thought to myself, like, well, the reality of our relationship with people, with our husbands or friends or whatever, um, is that, yes, we have our, like, every day, you know, you you catch up, you sit down with your husband, you're like, hey, how's your day? What are you up to? Um, You know, what's what's God doing in your life? You, You have, like, important conversations but you don't sit down and like really you know like dive deep and like dissect all these things maybe once a week people you know I know couples who schedule a date night and then they'll like sit down and I'm not saying do that obviously with your bible but I'm saying there is a little bit of a difference for at least in my life right now in this you know season where Mm -hmm. I don't really set that standard for myself to like literally have all of my like um study books and all that stuff out like I have my journal I have my bible and I'll read and then record some of my thoughts and then get on my knees and pray over it like pray about it and talk to God maybe about things that stood out to me or that I'm interested in and uh and and I don't really set that like really really deep bible study um standard 
every day for my life and and maybe I, I will strive towards that one day but I just wanted to hear like is that okay do you think or am I setting the bar too low for my life and be honest with me look me in the eyes right now <laughs> well <laughs> maybe maybe off record no like let's let's just be raw reality in my life right now is that I don't do that either okay yeah. like I don't sit down every single day and have that huge bible study every day but I do certainly hunger for it though yeah like I you know just today I dropped off my son at daycare and I had a very, very busy, busy schedule today. I needed to get so much done in, in the office for our business. And so I dropped him off. I came home and I just wanted to dive straight in. I had printed all my reports. I had highlighted all the numbers that I need to give some attention and mm -hmm. all these things. So I came home. I sat down at the office, got up, went into my living room and grabbed my Bible because mm -hmm. I like I literally and I'm usually not like that usually I'm like head first into the into the work get the job done yeah and then finally but then finally in quotes when everything is done and everything is over Your I'm toast exactly yeah. I'm absolute toast I I am on the couch and I don't even know what to think you know mm -hmm. and so that's kind of the season that I am in right now and as I am giving him this time during the day which kind of is my prime time yeah i ask myself is he worthy yeah is he worthy that i sit down in the prime time of my day mm -hmm. where i'm energetic awake feeling good feel like i could climb the mountains mm -hmm. you know i'm ready to do the job yeah but I, I feel like I'm hungry and I had not had breakfast this morning, which is very physical untypical food. <laughs> physical food. And I was not hungry for food until like around lunch. But I had such a spiritual drought this morning that I sat down and I started reading and had not a super emotional tear, tears flowing down kind of prayer. But I had a very intentional time with the Lord and I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And as I did that today and I know in the past I've been way better with that mm -hmm. and obviously I'm not pointing onto that your faith is some kind of work-based thing that's not what I'm saying whatsoever we totally believe in saved by grace and all these things it's not about works but how how is your relationship with God you know how how do you think about whether or not it's he's worthy of of your time of your prime time and i know for you it's very different because you work in the office obviously and you're like out and about for All 20 <laughs> hours of 24 yeah. hours you know i i understand that and you're the, the season that you're in is very different than my season right now but a couple months ago when i had people over my brother visited from germany and then my sister-in-law came with her entire family from Germany and we hosted so much. I had so little time to actually like to, to, to actually read the Bible and pray and have this this time with the Lord that after all my hosting was over, I was so burned out spiritually. Yeah, you know? I think uh, for sure we don't we shouldn't get to that place of like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm in this busy season. So as soon as this busy season is over, I'll get back to spending time in the word and in God. And that's for some reason, isn't it so crazy how that for some reason is the first thing off our 
list of things to do Mm -hmm. that goes like for some reason it becomes the least important thing and we still get up we still eat we still make breakfast we still clean we still do all of the things that we we would do because quote unquote those things are part of life and they have to get done we do the laundry we go out you speak out of my heart right oh, now. But it's, and I'm this telling is just, myself. Yeah, and this is just being pushed off your priority list for some reason. That's just as you said. Yeah. 100% true. This is the first thing that goes. And I just I just asked myself today, you know, but is he, is he not worthy of yeah. me taking the time every single day just as I... And you're right. You're right when you say that you do life with him anyway. And even when I was hosting... I was talking about him almost every single day, you know, and I was still praying, but it was not that spiritual food and scripture that I was diving into. That's what I mean, you know, and, and God gives grace in those seasons too. Like he sees our heart, he sees our intentions. And I think, you know, we, we, we shouldn't, um, measure our, like, salvation by any means whether or not we read the bible that day or anything like that but like you said it's that hunger it's that hunger that what like god what what do you want to speak to me today god what are the things that i need to grow in what are the things i want to i want to hear from you i want to be 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 drawn and led and whatever um and i want to like i want to hear your voice and i want to spend time that's the same as like your beloved right you Mm -hmm. you just want to be together and I love what I had chills when you said that because I've been thinking about that all day today literally that phrase which is so funny that you said that is he worthy how, if he is and if the answer is which it of course is how could we not yeah. how could we not prioritize that how can we not say no above everything else lord it's you I want it's you I'm desperate for um and I love that you actually experienced that today mm-hmm. and that hunger that draw brought you to your your bible and you said god this is the most important thing right now let me first eat my spiritual food and then with a fresh and renewed mind i can do the very thing that i am called to do joyfully filled with the spirit and the goodness and the grace of god and i can have peace about it and i can be productive and i can glorify god in that and you know like as i'm saying this to you i'm just boom like (laughs) the spirit is speaking right back to me and like Vicky, that's that that's that needs to be you too. The prime of your day, the prime of your mind should be devoted to God. Yeah. Because oftentimes and I'm like that too, you know, because in the morning, um, there's my son and my husband is leaving for work and I'm getting everything done and then you clean the kitchen and then this and then that and then you know, you pack up your child and you go outside for a walk because he's fuzzy, whatever it might be, and the day just carries away so fast that in the evening it's 8 30 like your baby's in bed whatever and you realize wow i'm actually tired and it, there's nothing there's nothing evil or sinful about bring your bringing your tired self to god mm-hmm. he loves your tired self he loves your energetic self he loves you yeah. and he is with you but is he worthy in, well, in your relationship with him well, you know? and in that notice the difference between when you come to god and you're tired the types of things that you talk to God about, the types of things that are on your heart and on your mind, like you're weary and you come to him and you're like, God, give me rest. Give me mm-hmm. peace. I'm, I'm anxious about this or I'm tired or I'm, you know, frustrated. And, and it's all the worries of the day, which we should bring to God either way. 
But notice the difference when you're full of energy, your mind is sharp, you're excited to actually do things physically. And so then you're saying, God, what do you have in store for me today? Yeah. Lead me, let me, put me to work. Um, and you're excited to go into the battle, into the, you know, uh, warfare yes. and, and overcome because your mind is fresh and you're ready to fight. And so there is a big difference between the kinds of conversations we have with God on a fresh mind versus on, on a full day, on a full day. Um, uh, and that's not to say that that fresh mind isn't in the evening for some, you know, for some people like, I, I know I, several you know, people. Yeah, like yeah. I'll point yeah. to myself. I'm a night owl, and you know, as long as I've lived, I've been a night owl. And I come to I, in the quiet of the night when it's especially like I go deep into the word. It's like two a.m. or something. I've had days like that, and you just Dude, can't I'd stop be a reading. <laughs> I know, and I'm just like diving. I start diving into ooh, what I read a commentary there. Ooh, I like you know quote from here, and I start researching these books or mm -hmm. researching these commentaries and whatever. Coming back to the word, writing out notes. I'm like thriving, and I know a couple people like that myself too. Um, so, you know, it, it's not about a time wise. It's about knowing yourself, knowing when you're able to think clearly, when you're able to give the best self, uh, the, the best version of yourself, um, and spend time with God then. Yeah. And how this all came about kind of was this morning I was reading through Hosea, which is very random. Mm -hmm. I did not plan into it. I wanted to go to Psalm 59 and as I'm like flipping the pages, I land in Hosea. Oh, that's so funny. And I started, I just started to read because I felt like just, just start here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, but I wanted to go to Psalms and prepare myself for worship and all of that. And I, I find that there is no formula to like in quotes, prepare yourself. You just yeah. come and let the Holy Spirit, he's the one who has already prepared everything for you. Amen. And you can just step into what he has already prepared for you. And so I'm reading through Hosea and it's, we know the story, you know, there's the prophet and he marries um, a harlot mm -hmm. and they have children and God kind of, he draws this metaphor between his wife and then Israel as his, as God's wife, yet she's just going after idols and doing all these things. Yeah. And as I'm reading through all of this, then he says that he will have a door of hope prepared for them mm -hmm. I think that's in chapter two or three I don't have my Bible open right now but I'm reading that and in my mind there is just this explosion of of joy because I know I have come from in quotes harlotry against the Lord mm -hmm. and he had that door and at the right time it opened and I just ran through and the door closed and I, I never have to look back again mm -hmm. and reading that that he in his mercy although they and we ultimately deserved absolute separation from him you know because they were so unfaithful he had brought them out of Egypt and he explains that and you could you can feel the pain that he has and the wrath that he has that he has brought them out so mightily and yet they did not deem him to be worthy enough to give him their attention and their love and their devotion. Yeah. And they followed after other gods. And he's so wrathful. You can like, you can feel his pain through these words that you read in the Bible because it's alive. And then, but then his mercy comes in and he says, I will have a door for you, a door of hope. Mm. 
and I all of all of that just brought back to my mind Sabine he is worthy he is so worthy even if life doesn't feel like it sometimes he's still worthy Mm -hmm. even if all these thoughts come in even if the world burns you know he is still worthy because of what he has done and because of all the things that he has already prepared before the foundation of this world that you can step into I just find that so beautiful yeah and you know to even add to that because of what he's done but I would even say because of who he is you know and it comes back Mm -hmm. to this we've talked about this several times just me and you but like you know there's so emphasis and there's such an emphasis on like you know you love God and that's why you 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 do these things and you don't want to you you want to walk right because you love him and you don't want to hurt him and all these things but I I am so so uh struck by this thought of like if we can understand his love for us if we can understand that it is his love his love that did all the work in me and fulfilled this work on the cross and has moved and transformed it's not my love it's not the fact that he even gave me the ability to love it's not any of that it's nothing to do with me it is his love and his redemptive work on the cross that has completely changed my life and if we can grasp that we can understand we can understand his heart for us and then nothing else everything else in this world pales in comparison and like you said it's that he is worthy it's his love his work his who he is what he is all of the things um that that brings us to our knees and 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 we you know come into this adoration of him and then we can through our life express that and worship him like you said we um yeah it's it's this it's a little bit of a shift of mind away from yourself away from like I love God so much. Oh, I just love Jesus to like, oh, how God loves me. Oh, but how he yearns to just be with me and all of the things that he has done. Like you said, in even in this um, uh, book that you... Mm, Hosea. Yes, thank yes. you. Um, that you read with the prophet. Like when you read the, the love that Hosea had and when you read the process that he went through and you see that whole that whole parallel being run with what God did for the nation of Israel and then ultimately what he has done for us um you you see that that's so real that's not just a comparison of oh that God loves us oh that he redeemed us is like no we were literally lost we were literally cheating Dead. on him yeah yes. like just running away from him yes. and God still gave this this um door of hope and that's such a beautiful yeah beautiful beautiful comparison and story and just um brings me again into this state of awe awe absolute awe of god yeah just imagine that picture if you set in just a very dark place and you can't really identify the place that you're at right now because it is so pitch black and uncomfortable and all of a sudden you see this beautiful door where light shines through a little bit you know and you see that would it not make you wonder mm. and would this light not draw you to itself to yeah. 
at least lean against it or to come closer so that you can see your surroundings a little bit. And this is what the word of God essentially does, you know, for for those that that want to understand and that are seeking God and that um, have come to an understanding of them needing a savior is that they come closer to this door of hope and it shines just a little bit of light into their surrounding and they see the filth or like they realize the darkness that they're in right now and they just open the door and it opens wide yeah and you can run through it and that door shuts and you can just enjoy the light and just Mm -hmm. enjoy god's presence and so with that may you just keep the conversation going as per always and think about is he worthy is he worthy that you give him your precious time i know most people are very busy with their lives but is he worthy is he worthy that you and i die to ourselves and to our desires is he worthy that we love one another even when it's not very comfortable that we forgive one another for this is what he wants of us is he worthy not the person that you need to love or the person that you need to forgive something yeah but is he worthy that you are obedient to him? Yeah. So just a, a little bit of questions that you can take with you into your week. Keep the conversation mm. going. We love you and we see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.